Alright, welcome to Frankly Nerdy. This is the Halloween special. We will be talking Treehouse of Horror. Um, and I have my guest today, Phil. Frank, good to be here. Always a fun topic, and I'm thrilled I keep getting asked to come back. <laughs> we did this topic before, too. I think not last year. It was actually two years ago. Yeah. Um, embarrassing. It didn't come out good, so I just didn't. I scrapped it, so now we're back. I don't remember anything from it, so it works out perfect. So we're back at it to have a second try. Um, and I figured it's perfect timing with Halloween to do Treehouse of Horror. I'm, I'm just happy that I, I did well enough the first time on that that I didn't get cut. <laughs> you know, they didn't bring somebody else in from yeah. the bullpen. <laughs> well, Deal was, uh, I invited Deal like three years in a row and he, he just turns me down every year. Okay. Um, but yeah, so with Halloween coming, before we get started with the uh, Simpsons stuff, which, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about heartedly. Heavy, heavily, I don't know. Um, but I want to ask you for Halloween, as a child and maybe even as an adult, like when you're trick or treating, what is your go-to candy? Like if you're, if there's a bowl placed in front of you, what, which one are you seeking out and the, picking? For me, this is a no-brainer. Uh, I'm a chocolate guy, so it's automatically going to be in that that world. Uh, Probably when I was little, it was always the big Hershey chocolate, like classic Hershey bar. But um, my favorite candy right now, Halloween candy, is Kit Kats. Uh, I like the Kit Kat bars, but that's, to me, a candy that is versatile because even if you don't get the big king size bar they give those little two packs i could eat those two packs all day especially as an adult they're not as bad uh for you so two pack full pack doesn't matter what it is give me the kit kats all day that was bad <laughs> what if you have like four two packs yeah <laughs> you know like, in you know, your mind you gotta even it out yeah um mine is milky way okay i've always liked milky way i just like they're basic and simple um but it's funny you say kit kats because i'm gonna ask you next what's your worst but kit kat and whoppers are like my least favorite oh my god candy so it's funny you say kit kat but what are uh what's your like least favorite if you see it, you're gonna just skip over it well uh tough question because it would probably be if i really thought hard about it it might land on something outside of the chocolate world but uh i will go with reese's um, I hate peanut butter and chocolate together. I think it's disgusting. Wow. Um, so that's just my take. I'll probably get some hate on yeah. that because I know that that's a Halloween favorite amongst many, uh, including somebody in my household. So, uh, <laughs> Dude, that is one, that is one of my favorites too. And like that commercial at a, as when you were a kid where the vampire sucks the peanut butter out. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. That was like, definitely. I love that commercial. So it's like very nostalgic, but, uh, Reese's definitely has good, uh, good branding on and commercials during Halloween and I don't not like those yeah just that's true I guess like yeah that's, that's a fair point um but yeah so cool interesting so we have opposites a little on bit that disagree one, a little yeah. bit but that's fair my wife loves Kit Kat too so you're in good company um so Treehouse of Horror and the Simpsons in general like I've been watching since I remember looking at a tv screen um definitely more so my dad I'm sure but it was always on, and I remember Fox would air, like, the back-to-back -back episodes. So you were getting, like, an hour of Simpsons every night. It was amazing growing up with that. And Treehouse of Horror <clears throat> was always on, too, because my dad uh, recorded off TV one through five, I believe, the first five. And so I would pop that tape in even when it wasn't Halloween. Like, I would be watching that and binge-watching that, and I think that's why the older episodes I tend to uh, flock to more, but... 
Uh, the Simpsons were just a huge part of my life, so that's why I thought this would be a good episode because I know you also have a lot of yeah. history with The Simpsons. Love The Simpsons, definitely probably like all-time favorite television show just because of the fact that you got into it so young. Um, and The Treehouse of Horror is just such like a, a staple anchor. You know, anytime a, a show can kind of like cement themselves in around a holiday like this, like they're they're just going to live on forever. So um, in syndication, like they'll always be able to play, the, you know, Halloween, it's, it's Treehouse of Horror time. So yeah. uh, I have the same... Same type of memories, you know, when, when Halloween's coming up, you got to see, you know, what are they going to do? And, and, you know, you mentioned the first five, I think we'll probably get into this a little bit, but the one thing to, to point out as you get into maybe the more recent ones, they kind of strayed away from like Halloweeny type episodes or segments. Like back in the day, it was really mostly centered around Halloween type of stuff. But I think like you mentioned, you're watching these outside of Halloween time. And I think the later episodes kind of drive towards that because they have nothing to do with Halloween at all. They just yeah. kind of take the guardrails off of what, you know, a real, a, a real episode could be. Comes like sci-fi almost. Yeah. A lot of it's sci-fi. Just kind of like, silly. Yeah. Let the writers go nuts. So it makes it even more, you know, entertaining throughout the year. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they definitely like kind of straight away and then th- th- I did watch some later ones because Disney Plus has like all of them it's lined the up on a playlist it is it, it, it's awesome um, so I was watching like some later ones that I never actually watched and I was entertained by them they're not like bad no you know what I mean they're just not that they don't have that something it's special to me it almost like makes it seem like you know if, if you're comparing uh, kind of apples to apples like to South Park South Park has the ability to do social commentary or make fun of things that are popular like that week. And the Simpsons, because of the way it's made, like can't. So Treehouse of Horror is really their chance to kind of have some social commentary, put a Game of Thrones episode in, you know, make fun of politics in some way. Like that's really their chance to do that. And, you know, they usually hit the nail on the head. Like even if their season isn't that good, it's usually one of the first five episodes of the season like they they have all year kind of building up for that so um that's really i think uh why a lot of people still pay attention to that episode true yeah and this year is one of those years where it is going to be after halloween because of fucking baseball Uh, which i always hated because i'm not a big sports guy so like i was was, (laughs) why are you bumping a cartoon for sports um and that always sucks like a november halloween things kind of it's just like as a kid you know, you want it beforehand to get you excited, but yeah. you could also do the glass half full. Like you just got a couple more days of Halloween. That's like, true. Waiting for that, yeah. So. And it's not like it's super late, but yeah. uh, you know, um, I think one of them was like a November 10th episode. If I remember correctly, I but, would be uh, interested to see how many actually aired after Halloween. Yeah. I bet most of them. Yeah. You might be right. Cause the world series world is series, always going yeah. on. Um, so yeah, so we both have a huge history. We we love the Simpsons. I mean, most of I mean, you send me memes, pictures. We send like Simpsons tattoos. I'll like Instagram yeah. you stuff all the time. Um, it's just fun. It's it's half of my vocabulary is just <laughs> Simpsons quotes or Family Guy. Basically, that's yeah. like all my sentences consist of. Um. Uh. So we're tonight we're going to do our not necessarily our most favorite, but just like these are the ones I enjoyed the most this year. I'm going to go with that because. 
you know, any year I can like swap out a couple of these for other ones. I, I like so many of them, but these would probably be my most consistent played three episodes. And yeah. by episodes, I mean the story within each episode. The so segment. each, each, uh, Trials of Horror has three segments. Um, so we pick three segments so they can span across a couple episodes possibly. Yeah. Um, I'll open it up cause I know one of yours I'd like to talk about near the end hopefully you end with that one but okay. i don't know if you will so we'll see um so my first episode is or my first segment is from season five episode five this is Triosa horror four and it's the second segment and this aired in 1993 and this was october 28th actually oh, wow. so this was like nice prime this is why this is one of my favorite Triosa horrors also this one uh has the wraparound story of bart in the art museum and he's walking around all the paintings, and then he stops at a painting, and that becomes the segment, the uh, theme of the segment. It's a good one. Um, the one he stops at is the school bus. It's called the school bus, and he's like, oh, ghoul bus. And they're like, no, it's just the school bus. Um, and this one's a spoof on Nightmare at 20,000 feet, and it's called Terror at Five and a Half Feet because it takes place on a bus. Basically, it spoofs the Twilight Zone episode where William Shatner is on a plane and he sees a monster on the wing and everyone thinks he's crazy. But when the plane lands, it turns out there was something on the wing. Um, same thing. Bart's on the bus. There's a deem a gremlin on the side of the bus, tearing it up. Everyone thinks Bart's crazy. So they just keep trying to restrain him, but he's trying to save everybody, but no one sees the gremlin. So they just keep thinking he's crazy. Eventually they get to school they get out of the bus. The bus is destroyed, and Bart's like, "You see, I wasn't crazy." And then they're like, "You know, you're gonna sp- spend your life in a mental asylum. Think about what you just did." <laughs> um, so that's the basic synopsis. Um, I've always liked this episode. Um, a big part of why I like this is it's raining the whole time, and I love like stories that take place with a rainy atmosphere, cartoons or real movies. I don't know why. Um, interesting. But yeah, so this is just one of my favorites, and I'll dive into quotes. I don't know if you have any memories of this episode, or I mean, I like the the fact that they're spoofing the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, um, it just you know goes to what I was saying earlier, like gives them the chance to kind of spoof on things. Like that's what you know Treehouse of Horror is kind of all about, and they definitely hit the nail on the head with this one. Um, he he wakes up, you know, with a image that he was uh dying on the school bus yep. and then right away is is you know made fun of <laughs> at <Yeah>. breakfast and <laughs> uh thrown into you know the school bus rainy day like you can automatically see like something bad's gonna happen but uh the <laughs> a quote that i always use throughout the year i'm sure we're just gonna be quoting a lot of things yeah. in this episode I mean, so I, I apologize that's basically what my list is I'll, yeah <laughs> it's just quotes, quotes and funny things that but happen. Th- the one that stands out to me from this episode that i use often is when he gets on the school bus skinner's sitting there and <laughs> oh, yes. and he's like that's the first like jump scare like oh like skinner's there and he's sitting there with his lunch like Mother wouldn't let me use the car because I spoke to a woman on the phone. She was right to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like that, she it's, was right to do it's it. It's so good, and it sets up Classic. Skinner being on the it, it uh, bus. It puts him on the bus, which is perfect. It is perfect. And I think before, or like right after that, I think Lisa's like, Bart had a bad nightmare, so everyone be nice to him. And they all just laugh. <laughs> they just Skinner's laughing, laughing his ass off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is, I mean, it's just chock full of quotes. Um, 
when they get on the bus, Bart sees the gremlin, then and Bart's looking out the window and lightning strikes and there's Willie's face. <laughs> he, he like screams in terror and Willie gets on the bus and he said, uh, I, I, my mule got stuck in the mud. I had to put her down like 17 shots to the head or something like that. Jesus, so um, dark. <laughs> yeah, it is dark. And it's funny because then Willie's on the bus for like really no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, also, Bart sees the gremlin on the side of the bus. He tells Otto... Otto, there's a gremlin on the side of the bus. Otto looks out the window. It's Hans Molman in an AMC gremlin car. And he's like, oh, I'll take care of that. He hits the car and Hans Molman swerves out the road and like explodes. explodes. After he just made his last payment on the car. <laughs> See, that was one of the things that I was going to bring up on this one was just how quickly Otto decides like, like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take care of it. Yeah. And <laughs> runs a guy off the road. Yeah, <laughs> like, Bart tells him to do it, and he just, and he just did it. does it. I love it. Um, Kang and Kodos actually make a cameo, which I think they make one every Trials of Horror. After, I think from the beginning, actually. That wouldn't shock me if that's a true yeah. thing. I mean, I mean, yeah, it could be like slightly skewed, but I know they're in a lot as a cameo and some episodes. And they're, like, laughing, foolish humans, there's no such thing. And then, like, their spaceship has a gremlin on the side, and they're like, ugh, like yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Let's see, Hans Molman. Uh, so they keep thinking Bart's nuts, and he, he they get, eventually they tie him up with Willie's mule's lasso. <laughs> and uh, he convinces Uter to untie him, and he opens the bus window to, like, throw a flare at the gremlin. And the bus becomes like a pressurized airplane cabin and everything starts getting sucked out of it. Um, and then Will is like, pull, Willie, pull. And he's like, I'm doing all the pulling, you blouse-wearing poodle walker. That's what he <laughs> says to Skinner. And that's a that's one of my favorite quotes because it's just like calling Skinner a little bitch yeah, is like yeah. hilarious. Because Willie's like the most manly guy on the show. Um, Real quick to, to <laughs> about the firecracker part. Like... Bart gets the firecracker from Martin's pants mm-hmm. because Jimbo had put firecrackers, two of, two of them, and Bart takes them both, starts walking away, and then decides, you know what, now I'll leave one, and sticks it back into Martin's pants. That's great. Which is just like such a subtle little, you know. Do you, do you remember what Martin's shirt says? Wang computers. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, at the beginning, he's like, thank God they'll take the attention away from my shirt. Wang computers. Um, I only have one more quote that I thought was really funny, and it's uh, it was near the beginning, and I skipped it. Uh, Skinner walks over to Bart, and he's like, now I've gotten word that a child is using his imagination. I've come to put a stop to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's funny, because everyone always like, rags on school for like crushing that. Um, but yeah, that's that's the synopsis of that episode. I think it's funny. It's, it's not super quotable or super hilarious. Like, the next two I do, I think, are more quotable, but... It's definitely one of my favorites from when I was a kid. It's just funny too because at the very end, like, it's Bart is proving proven right, and, and it still gets taken. Still away. gets sent away that's to think like about classic. what he did. To or, think about or, it, or, yeah, the best. Yeah. So, all right. So that's my first one. Okay. Hello, Simpson. I'm riding the bus today because Mother hid my car keys to punish me for talking to a woman on the phone. She was right to do it. Excuse me, Bart's a little upset this morning. So could everyone please be extra nice to him? Hey, where's your diaper, baby? Thank goodness he's drawn attention away from my shirt. Um, well, now you got me a little nervous, so do you want to... 
No, no. Call out which no, one because wait on? I don't know if you're going to. I think you might. End I'm going to go so. in the order of the episode. Perfect. Okay. That because that's what I wanted. What I realized as I was putting together my three favorites was that all three of mine were in the same episode. So I guess you could say that this is the greatest episode of all time. I yeah, don't know. You're right. Uh, this is Treehouse of Horror 8. So this is season nine, episode five. Air date was 1997. I didn't catch the uh, month. But uh, we're going to start with a segment called Omega Man. And the quick synopsis before we get into, you know, breaking it down a little bit more. France nukes Springfield. Uh, Homer happens to be in a bomb shelter at the time. So he survives, but the whole world is dead except for some mutants that come out to eventually scare and uh, fight Homer. And then he ends up back at home where his family survived and the Simpsons kill the mutants. So this one is one that I think about for a number of different reasons. And it's one of those that like, I just, I don't remember that it's Treehouse of horror because it's such a staple in my mind. Uh, But I like Treehouse of horror episodes. So, you know, I'll say that. And then go ahead and say, I like Treehouse of Horror episodes uh, where you can tell there's a Halloween vibe to them. Like I I watch it and I'm like, yes, it's it's Halloween season and the mutants give them that vibe. But uh, it starts because Mayor Quimby makes a frog leg joke about the French and they never even really talk about what the joke is, which is such a Mm -hmm. cock tease. Like, I want to know what joke they, he I makes it seem like he calls them frogs because yeah. there's that scene where all the French are laughing yep. and they look like they have... That's what I assume, yeah. yeah. But you don't hear the joke, which no. is like Oops. such yeah. a tease. Yeah, you're right. And then he the, the Eiffel Tower opens and a, and a warhead comes out of the Eiffel Tower to nuke Springfield. And uh, the, the only part that I can think of about the nuke is it's cruising through Springfield and comic book man is walking through the streets talking to himself saying aquaman you can't marry such and such you're from two different worlds and yeah. then <laughs> the bomb is about to hit him he says i've wasted my life <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's great so many people have felt that way <laughs> um so yeah that's that's how it starts i don't know if you have any uh, i'll let you jump in at the you yeah, know beginning yeah, here from the synopsis but that's good start I mean, the only thing I was going to say is like, what does, do you remember? I don't know exactly, but when Quimby, after he says whatever he says, then he's like on the steps of like the mayor's house and he's like, you know, I'm not taking back my racial stir, you pretentious snob. He said something like really shitty, but it was hilarious. Antagonizes me. Do your worst. (laughs) Yeah, do your worst. Frenchies. Yeah, Frenchies. (laughs) So then, you know, it cuts to the fact that Homer had seen that. Quimby was antagonizing the French at Lisa's uh, ask goes to uh, look into a bomb shelter is in the bomb shelter and has no idea that, I mean, it's just classic Homer, no idea that something has happened, walks out and the guy who is selling the bomb shelter is a skeleton tells him that his food sucks from the bomb shelter (laughs) (laughs) turns to dust. And this is the thing that I think is really cool about the episode is like, Homer's driving through the streets of Springfield. The whole place is deserted because everyone's dead. Takes him forever to realize that everyone is dead. 
goes up, he's honking his horn at Milhouse's dad, who is dead, <laughs> yeah. and Skeleton. goes up and punches him, turns to dust and says, I still got it. <laughs> yeah. And then it takes him another second to realize he's the last man on earth. And yeah. like, how many times, like, I've thought about, like, what if you're the last person on earth? Like, what how would crazy be? that would be. Yeah. But in that little, you know, snippet, he's thinking to himself, oh my gosh, like my family, like Marge, Lisa, Bart, and the rest, and it's television the dog the cat and maggie, maggie. like all bunched into one and he says you know because you think to yourself all right you're the last man on earth what are you going to do homer decides that what he would want to do in that moment is go to church and dance around naked to war Ooh. what is it good for <laughs> that is what homer simpson it's does so when he's the last man on earth like that is just hilarious to me it's like say it again now he's like okay <laughs> he like <laughs> talks, talks to, to the song yeah, and so that's funny. where the mutants come in, which, you know, it's basically all your favorite characters from Springfield, Moe and Skinner and Dr. Hibbert, like everybody, you know, Wiggum, they're all there. Yeah. And the the funny part about it is, I mean, they get into a chase and they all hop into a Mad Max style vehicle, but it's all happened <laughs> in like a two hour span. Like yeah. they've become complete you know, skin eating mutants mm -hmm. and they've got this souped up vehicle, Lenny and Carl and, and everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it, is funny. it just happened like yeah. an hour ago, but that's where, you know, Homer <laughs> runs some people off the road, which I know you like that part. Yeah. Well, yeah, he drives to the town like erratically. And at one point he, he runs two people over that look to me like for years, I just thought they were generic band roadie guys. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, die, you chalk-faced goons. <laughs> and so I looked them up. I was like, who are these chalk-faced goons? And I looked them up, Johnny and Edgar Winter, and they're, like, actually albinos. So when he <laughs> says, die, you chalk-faced goons, I was dying last night laughing at this because I, I just realized, like, that's what he's insinuating is that they're albinos. <laughs> like, I never knew. So I thought that was hilarious. Like, what did they do to deserve yeah, that? Yeah, like, I, I never even heard of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess they were prominent at that time. I don't yeah. know. Um. Then he makes it home and realizes his family's still alive because of all the lead paint in their house acted as a bomb shelter. Mm -hmm. Mutants yeah. come in and, you know, they get into a kind of a debate almost. And Ned gives this great speech about how mutants and norms yeah. can live together in harmony and create a new society. And Marge blows them away with a shotgun <laughs> yeah. and friends with mutants. Right, yeah, like exactly. that's what she says. So, classic, uh, you know, DSX Machia ending there. Yeah, that one, that is a good ending. I did like that one. Um, if you want to start, I don't know if you have quotes or anything. I have a couple I wrote down. Oh, go for I wrote, it. Like, um, one thing is the newspaper at the beginning, like the logistics behind this. First off, is after the bomb goes off, there's a newspaper printing of what happened. <laughs> Like how it, and like a skeleton's like holding, holding it. it. It says neutron neutron bomb headed for Springfield. Don't know how they had the time to do that. And then in the bottom corner, it says hippo promoted to detective. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of a hippopotamus with I like a, a police cap on. That's hilarious. Um, two more things is when he's in the movie theater chilling. Uh, he's watching the movies like down in front. He kicks the skeleton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it turns to dust. Yeah. And then on the screen is like. Uh, David Spade and Chris Farley like running around in circles and Homer's like Spade and Farley why did you put Farley in charge of the bees like 
well, I don't I even never know. even noticed that yeah. part. It's just like I guess from like Tommy Boy or something. Um, and the last funny part uh, that I really like every time I laugh is Homer when he's running away from the mutants. He gets in a hearse and he pushes the hearse driver out, which is a skeleton. And then he turns around and there's a coffin and he screams like, Ooh. "Oh, it's a coffin! Like a dead body or something <laughs> like coffin, that." He says. You know, everyone's dead. Everyone's like, dead. He's been yeah. eating up dead bodies all day. Coffin. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I kind of broke down my favorite parts already, but the one quote I guess is uh, during Flanders' speech at the end. You know, he talks about how uh, they've been, you know, going nuts with skin eating and and Mo just like say, yeah, isn't isn't that the the way you always get carried away with the skin eating? Like Mo's great. Mo has turned into a a lunatic in a two <laughs> yeah. hour time span. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, that's a good episode. I remember that this, this whole one, since all three of yours are from the same thing. Um, actually this is like one of the big ones from my memory too, when I was younger. Cause I guess I was like teenage years and this is one, like I really enjoyed rewatching. Um, and then what was, what was he eating? Cause you mentioned he was eating in the uh, military guys. Yeah. It was like. It was like prime rib. Ash or, yeah, prime rib or something. He's like, you call that prime rib? Yeah, out of he a can. all of them out of, out a, of can, a can. Like 10, 20 of them. We can all work together to, to build a utopian society free of violence, hate, and prejudice. That sounds beautiful, Ned. And let me just say, my family and I share your vision for a better now. <laughs> Friends with mutants, right. Now that's the Marge My next episode, or my next segment, is actually from the same episode as my previous one. Bart Simpson's Dracula, play on Bram Stoker's Dracula. So, this one starts off with a great Kent Brockman. He goes, Another local peasant has been found dead, drained of his blood, with two teeth marks in his throat. This black cape was found at the scene. Police are baffled. Police are baffled. And then... The police think it's a mummy, so they go down to the museum and, like, destroy the mummy wing of the museum. And they're, like, destroying, like, priceless artifacts. And Wiggum's like, ah, good job there, boys. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because the cape even says, like, Dracula it on it. Fucking hilarious. And then Lisa's like, no, it's Nosferatu. Requampir. It's Dracula. And, like, everyone's like, oh, whatever. There's no such thing. Um, Right after that. Burns is another Kemp Rockman sketch is Kemp Rockman says Mr. Burns uh, buys the Springfield blood bank and he before he says that he's like in an unrelated story <laughs> um, yeah which is hilarious and he's like wiping he's blood, wiping away blood from, from his, his lip it's just it's like perfect this is a perfect episode yeah. um, then they get invited to go see Mr. Burns in his country house in Pennsylvania <laughs> I was oh. gonna kick out of that yeah We're from Pennsylvania exactly yeah because, you know, we're actually from Springfield, which is pretty crazy. So, like, as a kid, you kind of always hoped there was a glimmer of hope. Like, maybe it's, like, near us. You know what I mean? Or, like, inspiration from our area. Yeah. Um. He also, he invites the Simpsons and he also requests that they wash their necks before they get there. Homer's neck is disgusting, of course. <laughs> um. He buzzed, the Simpsons hit the doorbell. Hello, we're here. Oh, great. And then... 
uh, Mr. Burns forgets to take his finger off the recording button. He says, mm, fresh victims for my ever-growing army of the undead. <laughs> and Smithers is like, you forgot to take their hand off the button. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Um, they get in. Mr. Burns looks just like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I forget who played him. The, uh, the dude who played. He's like one of those great actors that like really gets into the role. Um, I can't remember his name now. But he looks just like that guy Mr. Burns does. Um, and... So someone asked Homer, do you notice anything strange? And he's like, yeah, his hairdo looks so queer. And Mr. Burns turns around. He's like, I heard that. And he's like, it was the boy. <laughs> um, Lisa's suspicious the whole time. She think they, they go to dinner. She thinks what they're drinking is blood, but they don't think it's blood. She spills it on herself in bar so they can like explore the castle. Uh, they look around, they find, they go to the basement where it says, like, Dracula's lair, like, next to the basement door. They find a book in the basement that says, Yes, I am a vampire by Monty Burns. <laughs> um, and then, like, all the vampires come to life in the basement. And so they run up the stairs, and, like, halfway up the stairs, there's a lever. And next to the lever, it says, Super Happy Fun Slide. And Bart's like, eh, When will I ever be here again? So he pulls it, and he slides all the way down, and the vampires are at the bottom to meet him. Uh... that means oh bard is a van someone says bard is a vampire and homer's i think lisa says bard is a vampire and homer's like oh yeah and beer kills brain cells (laughs) and then he's like now let's go back to that building thingy where our beds and tv is (laughs) hilarious like that's just like classic symptoms um they go back home and Bart is, like, flying next to Lisa's window as a vampire, and he's, like, trying to get her to come in. Um, and Lisa's uh, saying how Bart's a vampire, so they have to kill the head vampire. So they go to kill Mr. Burns, thinking he's the head vampire. And Homer drives a stake into him, and initially he drives it into his crotch, and Lisa's, like, gets his crotch. And, and he like, doesn't oh. move, either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, like, hardly does. Um and then he does his heart and he withers away and he says, like, you're fired. And Homer's like, don't. Um, so then they get home and Grandpa's a vampire. And he's, like, flying in. And his teeth fall out. out. He hits the fridge, falls <laughs> over. And they're like, how's Grandpa a vampire? And we're all vampires. And Lisa's like, but we killed the head vampire. And it turns out Marge was actually the head vampire. And then this is, I hate this part where at the end they say, happy Halloween. And then they do, like. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes. I hate that. I was going to talk I about this I fucking hate part. that part. Why? I don't, because I, Halloween is Halloween, so I hate when they do that. I also hate the other episode where they do the song and dance where they turn inside out. Yeah. The, I don't like that the, either. I hate that. Just end the episode. I don't want a little thing at the end. The, I think that like, is hilarious at the end. It is. Because the, just like, they all do the, the Charlie Brown, like the peanut calorie, or peanut characters like mouth yeah they're doing the i think like starts snowing yeah yeah. and it pans out and millhouse is playing the piano like schroeder and and santa's little helper is dancing like snoopy yeah like i think that's funny but like think about you know how everyone now is like oh you know it's it's not even christmas time and we're listening to christmas music like the simpsons like you could argue the simpsons did it first like they this was 1993 they knew like right after halloween it's like christmas you got no choice there's no such thing i thought that was so funny i i yeah i don't know it just takes me like because i'm like so i'm like really in the halloween like i know you're really in the christmas yeah um i love christmas but like halloween's like where i like to butter my bread you don't like how they're they're jumping 
Yeah, well, I'm like, I'm like, so in the Halloween, and I'm like, ah, fucking Christmas. I don't even want to think about that till like after Saturday, yeah. which then I'll jump right in. But until then, I'm um, all Halloween. So yeah, I don't love that, but it it is funny. Obviously, it's funny. Um, so that's my Bart Simpson's Dracula. Yeah, I mean, you hit on, you know, most of the the thoughts that I had. I uh, the part about it being Springfield, like it kind of took away all hope as a kid. Um, the yeah. I loved this episode, though, or this uh, segment, because, you know, we talk about, we've said it multiple times now already, like the writers can kind of do whatever they want. And at the end, you know, in most movies or episodes, like the good guys always win. And this is one where, like, they all lose. Like, they all become vampires. Like, yeah. It's cool to see, like, that happen. Like, they it's lost. True. Bart became a vampire. He got, you know... Bit. And like, what happens to Lisa? Is she just like, fuck it, I'm going to ride it out with my vampire family? I mean, that's that's the <clears throat> conclusion the, you make, but yeah. then they break into Christmas, so it's over. Yeah, so it just ends. So, but I mean, I, I love that part of it. I mean, that's kind of what you expect in these types of segments. So I, I really, you know, enjoy that episode um, for that reason. Yeah, and it's a good, like you said, you like the halloween feels. Like anything with, like, obviously Dracula's yeah. very Halloween-y. Big like time. classic Halloween, so for sure. that's definitely why... That's one of my higher picks, too. Another local peasant has been found dead, drained of his blood with two teeth marks on his throat. This black cape was found on the scene. Police are baffled. We think we're dealing with a supernatural being, most likely a mummy. As a precaution, I've ordered the Egyptian wing of the Springfield Museum destroyed. (laughs) Nice work, Ed. Second episode in the Triasvar 8 is... Fly versus fly. So the quick synopsis here, they buy a transport matter machine where you can go from one place to another uh, through these different booths. And Bart gets his DNA mixed up with a fly, turns into a, he's a tiny little fly and there's a uh, large fly, his taking over his body. And they spend the rest of the episode trying to switch Bart back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I love this episode. It starts out so hot. I mean, Professor Frank is having a yard sale. Like, that in itself is funny to me. Because this guy's the smartest guy in the country or in the town. Yeah. And yet, he's not smart enough to make enough money to where he doesn't need to sell all this stuff to make ends meet. Like, that is hilarious in itself. It is. So then... You know, and, and he's got all these. He's the he's the professor, so he's got all these like gadgets and shit. He's yep. got the robot who, you know, tries to run away. He says, <laughs> "Not so fast, like yeah. Troy or whatever his name he, is." Like you were his... you were made for scrubbing, and scrubbing <laughs> yeah. is what you shall he do. He puts like a sold sign on himself, the <laughs> robot, and then he like scoots away. away. But uh, the the way the the episode storyline gets started is Homer is you know bartering with Professor Frank over this machine so it's basically like two telephone booths and Mm -hmm. you walk in one and you come out you know wherever the other one is and he says 35 cents and it only transports matter yeah and he's like i'll give you a quarter yeah so like buys this thing for a quarter now i think about this this is less halloweeny i guess as you know the others that we're talking about but i think about this all the time 
like anytime I need to go anywhere, especially like when I was in college and like I'd wake up funny. on Sunday morning having to drive back up to college three hours, I'd be like, I'd give anything for Homer's transport matter yeah. machine. Like just to be wherever, you know, you got to move somewhere, just set it up at the new house and just throw all of your shit through the matter machine. Like that I think about sick. it on a monthly basis, maybe less than that uh, or, or more than that rather. So that, you know, I find really interesting. Um, so Bart sees the dog and the cat go through accidentally. They're arguing and, and they get into a, a scuffle, the two animals and they come out and the heads of both animals are attached to one another. And he's all jazzed up about that. Mm-hmm. Then he sees the two asses together. Yeah. He said, oh, you could be leases. leases. But Bart decides, you know, I want to be, he sees a fly. And he's like, I'm going to, you know, become, he has this picture in his head. Like I'm going to be this superhero fly. Yeah. Super fly. But he just watched the fact that <laughs> yeah. there are two things that come out. It clearly doesn't work out. Yeah. It doesn't work out the way you want it. So he comes out and it's a DNA mismatch or whatever. And Bart, head is on the tiny little fly's body and the fly's head is on Bart's body. Now, that's the funny part because yeah, the hilarious the big ass head on the on Bart's body is like unable to, you know, function or communicate. But or the anything. Simpson family just quickly <laughs> accepts this freak yeah. as Bart. It's hilarious. Like <laughs> lives life as normal. Forget about where our son went. Like, oh well, he's gone. You know, and, and they're eating breakfast and he's just slurping syrup up off the table. And my favorite part <laughs> is that they're sitting on the couch watching TV and this <laughs> thing has a box of sugar yep. that he's eating sugar through his like long snout nose. Yeah. And Homer reaches his hand around <laughs> yep. this thing. What is he going to do? I don't like, know. Like pull Grab out a, a scoop of sugar and then eat it. And I don't know. the thing growls at him and he goes, okay, it's your sugar, Bart. Like, I love that what part. Is he that part's so with funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I love that part. So that that's, you know, they're accepting them as their own and then, Bart gets a hold of Lisa finally. She knows something's not right as mm. always. And um, the, the I guess the one Halloweeny part is Bart is talking to her. He's inside her saxophones. That, that's how he's able to talk to her because he's so small. And uh, the scene where it's like the jump scare of the segment where, you know, he gets dripped on and they look up and Bart's body with like the freak show Bart is yeah. hanging from the ceiling like he's he's able to walk on the walls and yeah. the ceiling and he's looking down at them like that's a cool little like scare part you yeah know, for, for that is a good scare part Halloween. i like that um lisa ends up getting them back into the the machine and they come out and everything's you know great again and homer takes an axe and says i'm gonna do something i should have done a long time ago thinking that he's gonna chop up the matter machine and he chases Bart around Bart. with an axe because he messed with his machine. Yeah, so, messed with my machine? Yeah. I spent, like, yeah, a quarter on that. Um, I think you saying, like, how you want matter transport machine, you think about it often. Um, like, that's one of my favorite parts is how Homer utilizes the machine oh, through the yeah. episode. Like, uh, doesn't he, like, pee in it at one point? He, he, want, he doesn't want to leave... The living room. The couch, yeah, the couch, basically, so right? He pees off of the couch into the toilet. What about the, when he is reaching for a beer, <laughs> and he grabs a uh, cat ear medicine, <laughs> and he's like, 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> like he like just accepts it after a bit. That's hilarious. I think he ends up like punching Lisa in the face when she's on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Because he like hits his arm through the machine. Um, yeah, that is really cool when you bring that up. Like, like thinking about the things you could do with that technology, it's insane. He spends. They they show the the part. He's lugging the thing all <laughs> the way up the stairs. Like yep. if you haven't seen the episode, which I imagine you have if you're listening, but yeah. like it's huge. These huge. these it's modules. Like a phone like it's a, a phone old school phone booth kind of. And like he lugs in, this installed. up the stairs just so that he can pee <laughs> yeah. into the toilet instead of just walking into the toilet. And like to just not have to use stairs because he's like <laughs> Good lucks, or like, see you tomorrow, suckers. Like, they couldn't, first off, like, they couldn't take the matter transport machine. They could if they wanted to. And then he's on fire. Like, the first time he uses it, he catches on fire. He's like, good night, suckers. And he walks away and his ass is on fire. Hilarious. Like, I love that part, too. It's, so, a, it's a great episode. You're right. Um, less Halloween-y, but, less, I, but I think more because of, you know, I'm just always thinking still about cool, that. It's cool because it's like that element of, like, sci-fi horror. Like, yeah. It's I guess it's based technically on the fly, um, where the guy like invents a machine and that ends yeah. up happening to him. Yeah. Um, which is kind of horror, but yeah, I, I I like this episode. The fly Bart is hilarious just because he can't like you said they don't know what he's saying or doing. He's just like a dog basically. Yeah. Um, and he sees Bart at one point and starts chasing him. Like Bart gets into his ear and says like, "Hey buddy, let's go switch back." And the guy like freaks out. <laughs> yeah, like I guess new he life. comprehends it. <laughs> Another one more funny part is when Bart um, is in a spider web pretending to be <laughs> captured. And he's like, "Help me, help me!" And then the spider comes by and Bart gets out of the web, smacks the spider a couple of times, in the face. and then flies away, sucker. And then the spider's like shaking its arms, like. Why I oughta like <laughs> classic Simpsons? Oh my like, god, so fun! Like it, there is a lot of good parts in this episode, and the matter machine is just like the main story. But there's a yeah. lot of funny like side quotes. Little one-offs. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's a great, great pick. Well, we were lucky this time, but it's all too clear that some things in this universe aren't meant to be trifled with. Homer, what are you doing? Something I should have done a long time ago. I'll teach you to mess with my machine. I'm going to chop you good. That cost me 35 cents. You're just making it worse. I promise I won't hurt you. All right. What's your last one? All right. So my last one is, <clears throat> it's not super, I guess it's based on something that's Halloween-y, but the actual premise is a little mishmash. Um, it's based, I guess, on I Know What You Did Last Summer, where, you know, you hit someone with a car and then they get revenge on you. Um this is called I Know What You Didly Idly Did. That's just what it's called. Um, this is a Treehouse of Horror 10, so I guess season 11. Um, and so in this episode, the gist is Marge runs Ned Flanders over with the car, killing him. And then, uh, you know, Maud finds the body. And that's kind of it. Then someone's like, hey... I know what you did. I know Marge killed. They were trying to get away with it. And someone wrote on their house and in their walls, like, I know what you did, just like I know what you did last summer. And so the Simpsons are trying to figure out who knows what happened, who saw it. And then it kind of ends with you find out something about Flanders at the end, which I'll just get to eventually. Um, It opens up. So that's the synopsis. It opens up with 
uh, the Simpsons in a car, and they're like, I can't believe we escaped the horrible vampires. Worth it to get my sugar crisp cereal. And then he's like, can't get enough of my sugar crisp. And then Marge <laughs> is driving as he can't see. She's like, uh, I can't see without the fog lights. And he's like, guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> um, hilarious. Marge ends up hitting Ned Flanders. So Flanders is now dead. So instead of fessing up, they decide to cover it up, and Homer thinks of a plan. And so Homer takes Ned's body to the roof. This part, to me, I laugh every time. This just little segment. Every single time. It's so funny. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it's basically Weekend at Bernie's, and Homer's on the roof <laughs> with Ned, and he's like, uh, thanks for helping me clean the chimney, Ned. And he's like, ookly dookly. And then he's like, hey, Maud. Um, and he's pretending to be uh, Ned, and he's like, when I die, I don't want any autopsy. Wow, it sure is slippery up here. <laughs> and then, then Maud's like, oh, the pies are done. And she goes inside and Homer throws them off, off. And Maud doesn't see it, so it doesn't have the effect that he wanted. Um, so then he's, he's basically one try. He's like, I'm frustrated. Screw it. He walks in the house with Ned. He's like, Maud, I'm home. Uh-oh, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> Homer just throws Ned's body on the floor. He shuts the door, and I think he, like, slaps his hand, like, that's all done. He or said, something. that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. he uses another episode. I think he definitely uses that more. Um, and then you just hear Maud screaming from inside when she discovers the body. Um, so then they go to the funeral, and Homer's like, try not to look sad. You'll look suspicious. So they're just grinning Smiling. ear to ear. Um and then Homer says, when I think, Homer does a bit of the eulogy, and he says, when I think of Ned, I can't help to think of the look on his face when Marge ran over. Oh, I mean, <laughs> in conclusion, a man can't be forced to testify against his wife. <laughs> and then he, like, slaps Ned's hand, high five or something. He's winking at his family from the, from the <laughs> So podium. funny. Like, that's classic. That's another laugh out loud moment. Um, they get home from the funeral, and on the door it says, I know what you did. And then, like, I guess all the townspeople are kind of, like, looking at them, and they kind of, like, show each town person, like, with suspicious eyes. Um, and then they get a phone call, and it's Homer picks up, and he's like, hello? And he's like, I know you're alone. And he's like, hello? And he's like, hey, who is this? He's like, this is Homer or something. He's like, oh, Homer, it's Mo. I thought you were Maud <laughs> or something like that. To- yeah, he was trying to, like, creep on Maud, a fucking <laughs> widow. Um then someone comes after them, who they assume, I guess, is the person who witnessed the crime. Uh, Homer prays to God. He's like, you know, God, help us if, you know, we're good people or whatever, he says. Um, and then the car just goes from full tank to, like, empty tank of gas. And he's like, dope. Um, and then so Homer's like, all right, we're all going to hide. Uh, Marge, you go to the abandoned amusement park. Lisa, pet cemetery. Bart, spooky roller disco. And I'll go skinny dipping in the lake where the sexy teens were killed 100 years ago tonight. <laughs> Like, that's a classic trope. Like, now, they, like, spoof that in, like, commercials even. I think there's, like, a Geico commercial spoofing that. exactly what I think of. Yeah. So, it's just really funny when Homer does his part because he's like, I'll go skinny dipping, like, kind of, like, taking the good one. Um, And then, so, it turns out Ned is the one chasing them. And they're like, how are you alive? And it turns out he is a werewolf. And they're all laughing. They're like, so you were going to kill us? And he's like, well, I guess so. And then they run away, but Flanders gets Homer and starts eating him. But he doesn't finish eating them, and he's like, "Oh, I guess eyes bigger than your stomach, huh, Wolfie?" And then, like, Homer gets killed right after that. Right, yeah. Um, so that's like the bulk of my favorite parts of that episode. Um, 
it's a good episode because I laugh out loud a lot to this one. So it's not super Halloween-y. It's not necessarily that vibe of fall and Halloween, but the amount of laughter I do during this one makes it on my list for sure. Yeah. I mean, again, they're, they're riffing on I Know What You Did Last Summer, so it yeah. gives them a shot at you know pop culture. Yeah. Um, and it's a horror movie, which is perfect. Like I, I definitely think it's Halloween. werewolf at the end. Like True, yeah. I guess the werewolf part too. The, I laugh out loud at this also. Um, I mean, I, it's hard not to, uh, the fog light song. Once you watch this episode, you're singing that for the next two weeks in your head. Like that. I know. Guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. Like, yeah. You can't not <laughs> do that. Marge. There's a scene when they first hit him. Marge says, I can't believe we killed Ned Flanders. And Bart goes, you killed Ned Flanders. <laughs> and like that right there, there's like that's great. so many people, like that's everybody. That's yeah. everybody in the world would say, I can't believe we, we. did this. Yeah, and yet, you, no, you did You were this. driving. Like, let's yeah. not, I love know, that. I Mark didn't even write that down. Him. Like, it, it, it <laughs> turned into like, oh, we accidentally killed someone too. We murdered, Marge murdered Ned yeah, Flanders. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. Um, like I, I he, was on a, he was on a nightly fog run too. That's what he was doing. That was the other That's the funny part. That was the other thing part. that I was going to say was like, <clears throat> when I think of, you know, random times throughout the year where I, you know, have a Simpsons reference, when I go like on a jog at night, if it's foggy, like I'll look at my watch and be like, I'm making record time on this fog walk. <laughs> yeah. Like just so like good. Ned says it. Yeah. Like that is. And then even Maud says like, oh, I, I was nervous when you didn't come home from your fog walk. Yeah. Like, like it's a thing. It's a thing. Like how often is it foggy? <laughs> it's like he's walking like once, twice a year. Yeah. So, yeah. I and mean, then it's another one where the, the good guy dies in the end. Like. Homer gets yeah. eaten, so it, which is weird. Like he kind of does die. They kind of allude oh, yeah, to that, which is you know, I guess they do that in the, these episodes. But it was like a weird ending. Yeah, but yeah, good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's definitely a classic Halloween. Yeah, I appreciate that. Then, and now Ned's best friend will say a few words. Homer. <clears throat> when I think about Ned, I can't help but remember the look on his face when Marge drove over. Yeah, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Oh, wait. What I'd like to say is we're still looking for the real killers. Anyway, in conclusion, a man cannot be forced to testify against his wife. Stop winking. We'll miss you, buddy. All right, so let's go with your... Well, my last one. So this is my all-time favorite Treehouse Forest segments, um, and it's called Easy Bake Coven. And this is the last segment of the uh, season nine, episode five, Trios Far eight. Same as the other two that I talked about, but this is the uh, last one on the episode, the one that caps it off. So, so many things about this episode. So, yeah, just I'm glad you're ending with this one, by the way. This is the one I was hoping you'd end okay, on. Okay, cool. So, this like sums up, yeah. I think, perfectly everything we're trying to accomplish here. This is <laughs> as Halloween as it gets for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. The, the quick synopsis, because I know I'm going to take a while to break this one down because I just love so many things about it. Mm-hmm. Me too. 1600s Puritans in you know Plymouth, Massachusetts, they're on a witch hunt. They're running out of people to you know accuse of witches. They throw uh, Marge off a cliff saying that she's a witch, and then she ends up 
actually being a witch Mm -hmm. and she you know flies away to her coven with her sisters patty and selma they come back to the town to exact revenge on the children uh by eating them and it turns out they invent modern day halloween by eating gingerbread men instead and you know then trick-or-treating now exists and it fast forward a year later then everybody's dressing up for halloween and this is essentially inventing halloween Halloween. so it does not get any more halloween to me than this episode um i was shocked so i looked up the top you know i found a ranking online top 30 treehouse of horror segments this was not even in the top 30 like we were watching this stacy and i were watching this and I said to her, this is my favorite episode. And she said, well, yeah, you're so basic. This is everybody's favorite. And I was like, this isn't even the top 30. Like, who? I don't see how this is not in the top 30. That's like, insane makes no to sense me. to me. But it's like top 10 even. Like, I, that's insane. That's so what 30, I'm saying. like, that's a lot. There's a lot of them. And there that's was a crazy. lot of, like, the newer ones in it, which, you know, maybe I'm not giving them enough attention. But in any case, like, when I think of Halloween, I can't have Halloween happen without me watching this segment. You know, that eight minutes just yeah. brings it all together. Yeah, you're right. So, um, to, to start breaking it down, they open up with three women about to be burned at the stake and they give them any last words. One of them is Skinner's mother and they give her any last words and, and she says, see you in hell, Seymour. And he, his response sets the tone for the whole segment. He goes, Goodbye, mother. Like, yeah, all like, excited. So happy. <laughs> She's about to die. So happy. So happy, which I find just hilarious. It is funny. So they go to the uh, church because now they're running out of people to burn. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, it's classic witch hunt. Like, yeah. And it just kind of makes you think, like, did they actually do this? Like, back in the day. That is crazy to think about. So they're trying to find, you know, who else is a witch. Bart has some, you know, quick banter messing around. And then Marge stands up and tries to talk <laughs> sense into the people. Mm-hmm. And because she did that, is accused of being a witch. Now, a witch. if you want to take this episode, as you know, just like what we've been doing, like, you know, happy-go-lucky, like, this is funny, you can and we will. But if you want to dive deep, you really could dive deep. Like, oh, this yeah. is... This is from 1997, and this still speaks to culture today. Like, like we talk about, like, cancel culture and, like, the angry mob mentality. Like, this yeah. is that. Like, Marge was it speaking is. truth, she and had, she's being shouted down and killed. Yeah, her opinion wasn't the popular opinion, <laughs> so she gets immediately shut down. It's crazy. Which is hilarious, too. Like, I think Mo calls her out. Oh, that's it. She's a she's witch. She's a witch. Get her. Because, <laughs> like, uh... Mrs. Kravav was like, your your laundry, your whites are always whiter than everyone else's. Yeah. Oh, that's it. She's a witch. I've heard enough. <laughs> yeah, I've heard enough. So, so I mean, good. if you want to take a deep look at it, like, you definitely could. She gets, you yeah, know. Right. I, I didn't really think about that, but that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it, and it just goes to show you the genius of the Simpsons. Like, yeah. they're always They right. stay true. They yeah. are always they right. They relevant. And they've had a, a conveyor belt of writers through that shop and- they still, you know, consistently pump out, you know, that type of material, like that yeah. type of content. So yeah, it's, right. it's why people like us are still fans and, you know, it's still a big part of our, you know, culture, whatever. So 
anyway, getting back to the, the funny parts of it, they take her up to the, the cliff. They give her a broom. Mm-hmm. Instead of yeah. burning her alive, they give her a broom. And Wiggum, the cop, <laughs> is telling her the, the situation. Yep. We're going to throw you off this cliff with a broom. And if you're, if you're a normal person, you'll die an honorable Christian death. Yep. And she yep. goes, what? And, and, and he goes, now hear me out. <laughs> if you are, in fact, the bride of Satan, you will use your broomstick to fly and you will report back here for sentencing and beheading. Yeah. And Seymour goes, tough, but fair. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Hilarious. Which is like so crazy. It's like a lose-lose. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, catch 22. Yep. So they push her off. Reverend Lovejoy isn't even done. He, he didn't even wait for her to hit the ground before he's telling, well, we, we killed a good woman. And all of a sudden, the episode really gets sent into a tailspin. Marge comes up on a broom, full witch gear, green, like black hair, the whole nine yards. And it's just like classic witch, like her on that yeah. broom is classic witch stuff and it gives birth to the quote that just sticks with me nonstop because i was 10 years old legitimately 10 years old when this episode came out i remember them running promos for this when it was new and i still remember them like years later running syndication promos like fox 29 you know simpsons at 7 30 bart sees his mom on the broomstick uh, yep. and says, well, I'll be a son of a witch. And I remember being 10 years old thinking that was the funniest fucking yeah. thing in the world because, you know, he didn't say bitch. He didn't say like, he I got away with that. it. Yeah. But, like, that, they, they played that so many times. And that You're was, right. like, classic, <laughs> you know, kid humor, but also, like, really funny. Like, yeah. Pretty witty. So she turns Wiggum into a gopher, which comes back to be a funny thing later, uh, which we'll get to. She's a, like... We got rid of all the gophers, not all of them. Yeah, yeah. Something like that in terms of Lenny was saying, like, well, you're the reason why our crops, you know, <laughs> didn't grow or something. She says, no, that was gophers. Yeah. Well, we got well, rid we of got all rid the gophers. Of all the, well, not all. Not all of them. Yeah. Kills them or uh, turns them into a gopher. Flies away. And then, you know, if we want to cut down to the core of what I consider Halloween, it's her flying back to her coven, um, side of the mountain with like the fire and like the, the big pot and, you know, you see the smoke billowing out of the mm-hmm. mountain and like seeing that scene is like, shit, like it's Halloween time. Yeah. Like, this is real deal. It's great. And so she meets up with Patty and Selma and they're looking down through their pot. They can see like what the townspeople are talking about. And you see that mountain, them from the Flanders living room through their window. And like, that is, you know, what I think of. And, the Flanders are talking about, you know, what what's going to happen. And the witches are watching them. Yeah. And they s- said something like, you know, look at them up there. Nettie plotting our doom. Probably going to make us do acts of sodomy. And Ned goes, yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> what was that, Ned? What was that? Nothing. <laughs> uh, nothing, sweetheart. <laughs> so the they knock on the door and they say, who's there? And like, witches. Like that. I think is yeah like it's really like funny. Selma or Patty, I think, right? It was all three of them. Oh, all they all three show of them. up, okay. trying to eat their kids. But who says it? Do they all three? All say three it? of them okay. say it. And you yeah, I couldn't remember. Witches, witches, and like that is. And don't they say like? Doesn't Maud say like? I hear they eat your children. Eat your children. We were just gonna. 
we were just going to swipe their shoes. Yeah, swipe their shoes. And so that's like, what, what gives a good them the idea, idea. Is a good idea. Yeah, that's what gives them the idea. So they start knocking up door to door, eating people's kids. They get it to the Flanders house and, you know, show up. They stuff Rod and Todd in a sack, start dragging the way, and then Maud says, you know, what about gingerbread? They're boneless, and that gets their attention. They eat them, and they realize, wow, this is great. Yeah. You know, we can eat this candy. You see them go door to door. They get to the Wiggum's house, you know, and Ralph says, thanks for not eating me, witchies. And then, then <laughs> Officer Wiggum comes out and, hey, you hags are all right, <laughs> yeah. but he's still a gopher. Yeah, that's a great, Classic. that's a great scene. That's a laugh out loud moment for Definitely. Sure. Like, he's still a gopher. Yeah. He's living life. Yeah. He's, he's just living life as a gopher. Just, he's accepted He's accepted it. it. Yeah. So then they make the, the quick Simpsons type joke, like, yeah, I wish we hadn't filled up on all those kids before we got to the Flanders. Like, yeah. you think that that's their first stop. Yeah. You know, little twist there, a little funny shot. So then it fast forwards a year later and they invented trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is trick-or-treating throughout the town. Everybody's dressed up and stuff, which doesn't make any sense. The costumes um, are hilarious. Like, Homer's like... Homer's a... Uh, a I Dream of Genie, I think? I Dream of Genie yeah. type of... Uh, yeah outfit like a bikini which is so funny because it's like why is homer like why, why is anyone wearing... dressed up in well anything? that's true like anything modern yeah. but like why has homer the one wearing like one that's just so funny and this, <laughs> so funny. the episode the whole episode all the ones that i've talked about today comes to an end when homer is egging a house because they're not coming out to give him any candy <laughs> yeah and lisa the whole town is watching him do this don't pretend you're not home lisa says dad that's our house and everyone starts dying laughing yep. at Homer. And the look Homer gives Lisa. He's embarrassed at first. And then he looks down like side eye at her and just says, she's a witch. And then everyone forgets everything that anybody has learned <laughs> yep. Yep. in this segment and starts chasing Lisa down. That look that he gives her is just priceless. Like yeah. classic, you know, fuck you type yeah. of deal. <laughs> To his own daughter. Like he got so embarrassed that he was like, fuck her. She's, She's a witch. That's hilarious. Stop! Doesn't the Bible say, judge not lest ye be judged? The Bible says a lot of things. Shove her! Brothers and sisters, we have performed the Lord's work and sent a good woman into his waiting... Okay, now, let's not jump to conclusions, everyone. Well, I'll be a son of a witch. That's right. I'm a witch. So, yeah, that that's Easy Bake Coven. My all-time favorite. It should definitely be top ten, but somehow yeah, that's, hasn't made it. It's so weird because it's not... It has funny moments, and it's Halloween, so I don't understand why it's not... Yeah, and it's an early one, so it's got the nostalgia. I mean, it's pretty early, not super early, but I mean, early it's, enough. It's, it's not what, like past season fourteen, season nine. Yeah, so, so that's it, still early. And I think I was trying to think to myself, why, why are all three of these from the same episode? Like, I didn't do that on purpose. I thought to myself, okay, what are my favorite ones? They all happen to be the same thing. So I guess it's because like this is where Simpsons, in my opinion, really hit their prime. Yeah. So it fits that. It's not like it's so far away that. You know, it's one of the first ones where people yeah. would, like, forget about them. And I, I just don't understand why it's not there. You know, Fly versus Fly and Omega Man are in this list. So how is um, hmm. 
How is this one not? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I either. have to. I wonder why. Take it up with this author. I have to look it up. Yeah, I wonder like who, who did the survey? I guess, or is it just that guy's opinion? It's a, it's a like opinion. It's just one guy and, doing. And, we should know, do that. Sometime. When we wrap up, you know, I'll I'll quiz you on what you think the first one is. But yeah, this is from October sixteenth, twenty twenty, by the editors of oh, Inside Hook, which I guess is a blog. Well, I'm gonna television. have to send an angry email. Yeah, I know. Up. That's uh, yeah. I don't know. To me, that's a top at least thirty. Um, yeah. But I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how old is that person? And looks like it's a group effort. Okay, so maybe you know there was a couple younger and older, and maybe yeah. they were going back and forth. I could see how it could, I guess, get slipped if you were thinking of just like what you grew up with, because I didn't. That was like later in my teenage years, so I could see that. But then. If there's like a, you said there's newer ones on there too, so it's like very new. It kind of did it get lost in the middle? I don't know. Yeah, but it's so Halloweeny that it's like, how the hell do you not put it on the list? Like I said, um, this is the epitome of Halloween to me. Yeah, like this one, and I was gonna mention because we've talked about it before, but the one offshoot episode, I think season like twenty seven, where it's just a Halloween episode. It has nothing to do with the Treehouse of Horrors. Mm-hmm. It's like the episode before they did Treehouse of Horror that year. Yep. That's the only other Halloweeny episode that's like so Halloweeny that it's like I watched. I started watching that now every year yeah. also because that's a that's a fun one. Um, but yeah, so those are my three. Those are your three. Um, out of your three, I'm just gonna pick my favorite. It would be Easy Bake Coven. Um, is there a favorite from my three that's like one you try to see or you're yeah. not really into these older ones as much? Well, I think the Dracula one is my favorite of the three of them. Yeah. And I, you know, get lucky that um, the school bus happens to be uh, part of that episode anyway. The first one on that episode is uh, where Homer gets the donut from the devil too, and that's, which is a great episode. That's the all-time number one on this list. No way, really? Yeah. I was going to guess uh, The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. That's what I was going to guess. There, there's a lot of honorable mentions. The Shinning, uh, when we did this the first time, we actually picked four. We were doing like yeah. a Mount Rushmore deal, and, yep. and I think The Shinning was on mine. Yeah, I uh, think so. Classic. Blood gets off the second floor, like so many, you know. Yeah, and because The Shining's so good, too, so it's like just spoofing exactly. like a classic. Like when they spoof classics, yep. like Twilight Zone, that's classic. So like to watch them do their take is always fun. Mm-hmm. So The, the Shinning... Is great. Um, so the donut devil one, like I said, it's the first one on the one where I picked two from, uh, season five. Um, I love that one too. It was just like you know, I was just trying to pick around what I could pick, but that one's so classic, like lines and everything. Like when he gets his head turned to a donut and the cops are all waiting outside. Like, Gotta come out there sometime, boys. <laughs> like there's just so many good lines in that episode, and the jury of the dam. Like Richard Nixon, Philadelphia oh, Flyers. The Flyers. Yeah, that that's a local shout out. Um, it, it, the funny part about that episode. episode is like all he has to do is not eat that full donut, and he I keeps know. the last piece. It pisses me it's off. Ridiculous. It drives me nuts. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't know how that's number one though. Yeah, like it's really good. But why did they like? Did you read? It? I didn't oh, read okay. the reasoning. I'm curious. All we'll the... have to like dive into that sometime. Um, I would like to know. Because we're calling that out as kind of the add-on to two of yours yeah. that you called out. So you compare that episode, so season five. Yeah, season five. To the, the ones that I talked about in season nine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're listening or you're commenting on Instagram or whatever, I would like to know, you know, who wins, Frank or, or me? 
Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested in that too. Like, I know only like three people might listen, but I'll send this to <laughs> definitely my friend Deal, who's like a big, big Simpsons fan. You can send it to uh, Cass. Yeah. yeah. He's a big fan. Um, so I'd be interested if we only get two opinions, I'd be interested in just ha- hearing yeah. that to see who thinks they have the stronger list. Um, I don't know. I'm still like hung up on that devil Homer one being the best, but, yeah. um, I think both our lists are really good. I love watching your episode and it worked out. Like I was telling Phil before I, we got on the mic, it was like perfect because, I was buffing up on all the episodes last night just so I kind of had them really fresh in my mind. And his, I just had to press play on the one whole episode and all three were just lined up and it was, it's great. And it's, they're, they're awesome stories. Um, is there like a least favorite? Cause I have a least favorite that I know every time I, I it's not like it's horrible, but one. it's like out of the ones that I watch every year, which is like, Treehouse one through like maybe eleven or like my bread and butter is fourteen maybe max. There's um, one that I really don't love. One segment. Yeah, so I guess yeah. If we're if we're I'm keeping it, you on the spot too, if sorry. we're keeping it to that level, because like there are some stinkers in uh, the more recent years. Yeah, I mean you can pick whatever. I don't watch I'll, so much of the newer ones. Well, they're they're so forgettable that it's yeah. not even worth calling because they're not like what we watch every year when we grew up. I would say out of the ones that you're probably referring to in that time frame, I would go with the uh, Tron one, where not Tron, but like three Homer becomes like three D. Is that the one you're gonna That's say? That's the one I was gonna say. I don't <laughs> yeah, that like one that one. It's, it's just not, weird. Yeah, it was cool. Like when I was a kid, I remember seeing the promo. They do claymation, and then I guess is what he turned or is he that turns into claymation animation? And walks through like the real yeah, world. Yeah, that like that was cool one time as a kid. I was like, oh wow, that's interesting. And then I hate that episode now. Yeah, it's not. Not it's like not very Halloweeny no, at all, actually. No. It's just a like weird. It's basically trying to show off CGI or claymation, whatever they use. They were just trying yeah. to show off their technique. But that's funny. We both said that, that is one. funny. Um, well, I would say a, a couple like honorable mentions. You know, they're they're for later. So you know, we we've been harping on the ones that are kind of like in the the sweet spot. But later down, the one is a Harry Potter spoof yeah that's a good one and and that's not even that late i think that's like 16 or something which is weird because like to me harry potter's so new in my mind yeah, i guess well, mentally and maybe the movies i guess are newer than the books yeah so maybe like they caught on when it was just the books they're, but they're, yeah that's not super late it, yeah so i guess it's maybe about like 16, halfway through maybe? the simpsons life yeah um, yeah true but there's they're they're in the wizard school and Bart creates this creature. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to create like a prince. And he creates this like green, almost like a, a thing from Ghostbusters or whatever. And he Baby says, frog the, the, yeah, it's like a frog thing. And he throws up every like 30 seconds. And he says, every moment I live is agony. Yeah. Like that, Classic. that clip or that quote I say all the time. Yeah. Just joking around. That's a good quotable one. And then there's also another one that's pretty solid. Uh, more recent and it's their spoof of paranormal activity um i just watched that one actually yeah that's not too bad bad. it's not too bad i mean it goes into the again we like when they spoof on horror films yeah and and that's a classic horror film in my opinion so um yeah they they throw the powder and it's mo as a devil or whatever yeah that's a that's a decent one for the later years but they really i think for the halloween stuff knocked it out of the park early on 
I agree. Um, I'll just do one later one. I like the Homer blob one where Homer turns into a blob and he just eats like everyone in town. Oh, yeah. And he just keeps growing bigger because he eats like whatever comes down in a meteor. Yeah. He eats it and then it becomes a part of him and he just needs to keep satiating himself. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good, you know, these are like our favorite three. Maybe we'll talk eventually about others. I mean, we could literally talk every Simpsons Triazar segment every year. We really like, could. We, we watch this stuff all the time. Um, and I know there's Christmas ones. Maybe we'll do oh, don't tease something me with like that time. in the future. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I think this is great. And uh, I'm glad we finally put it on wax, as yeah. they would say back in the day. Yeah. Um, so thank you for being on with me. Thanks for having me. Um, and thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you later.